Hello, and welcome to this exceptional edition of the Energy Scan podcast, brought to you by top experts at NG Global Energy Management and Sales. This special issue will cover what has been happening to gas and power liquidity in the European markets this past year and analyzing long term trends. I am your host, Zoe. We are glad to have Julia Waho, head of Energy Scan, here with us today to discuss it. So for a little bit of background information on how the gas and power markets are usually organized in order to understand what has been changing, there are two ways of trading gas and power, whether forwards or spot trading, and those are over the counter or OTC or through exchanges. That's it, yes. Um, on one hand, you can trade OTC, which is how historically most gas and power have been traded uh, in Europe through uh, bilateral uh, agreements, uh, usually with uh, uh, adaptable terms, but not without holding uh, a credit risk. Uh, and on the other end, you can also trade through large exchange platforms such as uh, uh, ICE or EEX uh, with standard products, so with a flat profile, uh, delivery uh, at the hub, uh, a transparent price reporting, uh, as well as solutions to cover counterparty risk through uh, collateral and margin calls. Okay, keywords I'm hearing here are credit risk and standard terms. Okay, and so OTC is the predominant way of trading, is that correct? Well, uh, actually recent data shows that the historical uh, energy crisis Europe is, is going through has led to a sharp acceleration of the shift from OTC transactions to exchange platforms uh, on the back of a surge in, in credit risk we are, we are talking about. Uh, if you take uh, OTC trading data from uh, from LIBA, the London uh, Energy Broker Association, uh, it shows a, a, a 39% year-on-year drop in, in total gas traded volumes across Europe over the first 10 months of the year. And so overall, OTC gas traded volumes more than halved uh, compared to their peak in uh, 2020. Okay, wow. So real changes here. And is this fall in OTC trading occurring everywhere or are we noticing differences according to different hubs, geographically perhaps? Yeah, most of the drop is recorded at the TTF in the Netherlands, which remains by far the, the biggest gas trading hub across Europe. Uh, it represents more than... 70% of all OTC gas trade uh, this year so far. It's actually interesting to notice that um, uh, OTC uh, traded volumes uh, oppositely reached record highs uh, at the French peg, uh, while they increased at the British NBP and the Spanish PVB as well. And this can be largely attributed to uh, an historical surge in energy imports across these three countries uh, this year. All right, and can similar trends be observed for power? For power trading, the fall in uh, traded volumes is global and probably due to a combination of record intraday volatility levels, a surge in trading costs on, on exchanges and the collapse of uh, multiple power retailers uh, since the end of 2021. Most of the drop is located on the German power market, which remains by far the largest power trading venue uh, in Europe, it represented sixty-five uh, percent of all OTC power trade uh, this year so far. Okay, right. And which kind of market players are active on the natural gas market? So, uh, according to ICE uh, data, that would primarily be speculative players, 
followed by utilities and, and producers and then uh, credit institutions uh, like banks. So one interesting thing we have been noticing is uh, that the share of speculative players in the total open interest, which uh, for, for reminder is the total number of outstanding derivative contracts such as uh, options or, or futures uh, that have not been settled for an assets, this, uh, this share has significantly dropped uh, from uh, almost 32% of, of long positions held by uh, speculative players in April 21 to only 4% of long positions uh, at the end uh, of October 22. And uh, in addition, we see uh, across ICE data that something else has been drastically falling. Uh, this is the average size of trading positions. Uh, it plunged to its lowest level since uh, 2018 at least. And uh, now positions are, are largely held by uh, commercial uh, undertaking, uh, meaning uh, unregulated uh, players such as uh, utilities, uh, producers, uh, industrial buyers, etc. All right. So if I understand correctly, what we're witnessing is a continued predominant share of the natural gas market players that are continually uh, speculative players. But if we focus on the total open interest, then their share and the size of their positions have both fallen by a lot. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. It means that uh, speculative players are no longer playing a significant role in setting the price trend anymore uh, on the TTF ICE, uh, notably. And their role seems mainly limited to, to provide uh, intraday liquidity. And overall, with this plunge in uh, OTC trading activity and the relative stability of uh, exchange trading, uh, we estimate that around two-thirds of all gas-traded volumes are now performed through exchanges in Europe. Okay. And so, if you had to apply all of this information to the power market, how, how what would you apply? Uh, yeah, as I said before, the situation is, is more contrasted on, on the power side. Most exchange trading is uh, performed through the EEX uh, platform for future contracts and uh, APEX for spot contracts in Western Europe. Similarly to what we observed on TTF ICE futures, the share of speculative players on the total open interest on the EEX uh, German baseload power futures is limited. And we can assume that these players play a similar liquidity provider role rather than being significant uh, price trend setters. You have told us that the TTF was seemingly losing in liquidity as the amount traded on an OTC drastically fell this last year, in favor notably of hubs who received large LNG imports. Are we witnessing an obsolescence of the TTF for more Western hubs then? Yeah, there are ongoing discussions uh, about the setup of new European energy benchmarks and, and the shift to uh, a major share of uh, energy in the European gas supply picture could finally uh, dilute uh, gas liquidity from the TTF to other benchmarks or other regional ups uh, with large import capacities. But this may happen without really challenging uh, the current leader position of the of the Dutch gas hub uh, and the status of the TTFI's front month contract as the main European gas benchmark. And do you believe we will ever come back to record high liquidity levels reached in 2020 and early 2021? Probably not before several years, uh, as gas and power supply in Europe is likely to, to remain tight. Uh, and demand reduction looks uh, unavoidable uh, to physically balance uh, energy systems. 
which uh, should mechanically reduce trading activity uh, on the back of relatively high volatility levels compared to previous years. All right. Thank you for all these insights, Julian. For a summary of the key takeaways and how gas and power markets have evolved in the past year through this energy crisis, we find that we've noticed a large shift from OTC trading to exchange platform trading due to the growing counterparty risks. Trading activity on exchanges has been affected by the energy crisis as well, with a, with a sharp drop in the size of trading positions held by market players amid extreme volatility levels. And exchange data also shows that the market share of speculative players and their influence on price trends is now limited after a brutal drop of their trading activity in 2022. Thank you for having listened to the special issue of the Energy Scan podcast. Stay up to date about energy market trends in no time, build market views with top quality data and interact with experts to support your decision making. Visit energyscan.ng.com to learn more.